Hello, just take a listen to this. I'll go and tell my brothers, I'll tell my sisters too, that the reason why my heart is broke is on account of you. It's on account of you. I'll give you back your letter. Alani, what a voice. She was born in London and her parents were from the island of Granada in the Caribbean. I say that because being black is important to who she is. She spent her life on the stage, was a backing singer for Damon Albarn and Mary J. Blige, but in 2016 she cut loose and released her debut album, You and I. As long as her vocal style, seemingly from another era, drew comparisons with Billie Holiday, Judy Garland and Julie Cruz. So go away from my window, go away from my door. This song, Away Go From My Window, by Appalachian folk singer John Jacob Niles, is from her new second album, Acker. She's written most of the songs herself, and as the name suggests, she sings them a cappella. She's also made most of the sounds on the album using her voice, body, and anything else she could lay her hands on. Now based in Paris, she came into RFI studios to talk about the voice, Iggy Pop, and speaking her mind. But we kicked off with the a cappella thing. The album is mostly a cappella, and um, I kind of just elaborated on what I normally do when I'm writing a song which is just use the voice and then instruments and stuff maybe come later but I just kind of stopped <laughs> at a certain point and just added more voices and more voices and more voices and some tracks have like 300 different layers of vocals and yeah most of them are me process of making this album and producing it and kind of getting to a stage where it's like okay I can't just have it all me let me try to subtly add other little dimensions and dynamics to the album to hopefully make it more complete and more interesting <laughs> what you're saying is you recorded your own voice only and then it was mixed in with other stuff much later down the line. I recorded most of it on my laptop in GarageBand, and then I took it to a studio, and I just added more layers to it and gave it more more range, more depth, let's say. And then sonically, I got to a point where I just had to step away from it. I had some comments made, like, it can't be the Alani show. <laughs> okay, noted. And I um, just went back to the drawing board and... Um, would pick one song, go, okay, it needs a lower end, so I put a bass line in there, and then another song needed bass clarinet. That was mostly the thing, so I got a, like a tenor voice as well to just give it a lower end. 
because it's like you add something to the low end, you have to compensate, put something high, and then you know it's this constant balancing. But it's and your own voice also that's doing the bass line sometimes, right? Yeah, I've I um like octavized <laughs> my voice to sometimes be the bass line. You have a um, huge range, is that right? Four octaves? Yeah, about on a good Even, day I can do like smaller. Yeah, let's say safely four. <laughs> that's something. Four. Yeah, I'm I'm happy with that. Satisfaction guaranteed. I'm not showing my full hand now. Ooh, I'm too old to cry, but it hurts too much to laugh now. With the angry, I count too far. Too angry, I find the dark now. So on this new album, the opening track is called Differently. Are you doing things differently from the previous album, for example, which was stories, very pared down love songs, often about doomed love? Um, is this an Alani that's uh, doing things differently now? Um, yeah, I mean, I've used an extract from an old reggae song that I kind of grew up listening to, so there's a lot of layers to the statement, but... I mean, I'm realizing more and more as I get older and more comfortable with myself. It's like I'm just so anti anything. Like if I see the sheep going one way, I just just go the other. Someone's saying do this, I'm like no, I'm going to do it the other way. <laughs> just like, and sometimes that's not always a good thing, as I'm learning. But I think it's a discovery of uh, independence and individualism of being able to even if you make mistakes like I'm quite happy to make the mistake myself if I fuck up myself I'm like I did it if there's a mistake made and it's made by others mm. then that's a different issue <laughs> you do things different to me I do things different to you you do things different to me I do things different to you you do things different to me your uncle, Leslie Hutch Hutchinson, was a, a famous singer, a very, very popular singer in, in Britain in the, the 20s and 30s. Has he been an inspiration to you? Oh, definitely. Um, I didn't really discover him and his music until I was about 16. Like, I knew the standards that he was singing, but I didn't know him as an artist. And then the BBC did a, a radio show about him, and I remember like my grandmother gathering us together, the grandchildren who were attending stage school. And we listened to this radio show, and it was just like, wow, oh, this is interesting. And then there was a biography released, which I read, and then, then my interest was piqued in what he had established and, and achieved. And it, it just happened at the same time as me kind of trying to discover myself as an artist, and it all just made sense. I was like, okay, well, he did it, he can do it, and... He was existing in a very different time. Hmm. 
So um, that gave me bravery. Of any, anything else, that was the most impactful thing. Was like he he had so much more going against him, and he still was able to achieve something. Because when you say he had a lot going against him, because he was black. Black, bisexual, I mean, <laughs> black and bisexual in the 30s. Wallo, you're asking for trouble, you know. And I got a lot of courage from that because it's not always easy to be yourself and fight against the stereotypes or whatever else. And he was going against all mm. of them. Track number two is called Le Diplomate and it features Iggy Pop, who needs no introduction. <laughs> How did you get involved with him? Well, he was playing the You and I album on kind of quite heavy rotation on his radio show and he was playing like the really obscure songs, just the 40 second little ditty that I'd made, the random ones. And I'd be like, why is he doing that? And then he'd say these really, you know, amazing statements about my voice. And I was like, what's he talking? Is he talking about me? Like, Annie, she takes you back to a place where life was, you know. He gets it. Iggy Pop gets it. So the actual song took a very long journey to get to him being on it. Like, I didn't write the song with, with him in mind. It took a journey of, like, meeting a diplomat, writing a piece of music for the diplomat, then kind of realising that I made quite a nice piece of music. I was like, oh, this works. And that was the first song that I did that made me go, I think I can make a whole album with this concept of just pretending to sound like a... What else can I do with my mouth? <laughs> you know, okay, I can beat my chest. Is that like drums, percussion? And then the song just developed and I wrote like a kind of chorus hook and then a friend of mine does spoken word and I accidentally played some of his spoken word on top of the song and it worked. So I was like, I'll write something about a diplomat and here's the story. This was a diplomat with whom you'd had a relationship and it... I wouldn't say relationship, let's just say moment. <laughs> I had an instinct for what I could get out of it. This sounds really bad, but um, I kind of knew you it used first. a diplomat to get a good song, and then Iggy Pop came and totally. did vocals on it. Totally. Just say a word about the song Hide, which sort of picks up a, a bit more on the tone of your debut mm. album because it is about love. Mm. 
It's suddenly brighter than light, so we feel like we're on this journey of, oh, everything's going to be okay, and then boom, I can't believe the time I wasted with you on my mind. Yeah, it's a bigger boom. It's about um, not domestic violence as such, but a relationship with that dynamics in it. And I wrote it um, for a friend who was in that situation, and I'd been in a similar situation, so we had a lot to kind of talk about. And I, I guess I used that exercise of verbalizing how it felt with a female friend to um, get to a point of like, well, this this happens, and <laughs> maybe a little bit too much. I'm not going to write a song that's like, he punched, oh, and then he kissed me. Yeah, mm. You know, I've been witness to a lot of domestic violence towards women within my family, seeing my mum and my aunt suffer this. So it's very deep-rooted, but I don't want to talk about it in an obvious way. And so I put pen onto paper In silence I want to speak There's nothing you can bring That's worth considering to When I produced this song in my head, I saw this like Busby Berkeley kind of fantasy fountains, layers, women jumping off into fountains. That's what my imagination wanted the music to sound like. And it's an empowering thing. It's like eventually she leaves him. It's like, I can't believe the time I waste with you in my mind. Now, fuck off. You know, like, you're not in my life anymore. Get out. I'm walking out. There are just things that we need to start being able to talk about Domestic violence, mental illness, race, (laughs) you know, and equality, but real equality I'm all happy for the Me Too movement, but it isolates men We have to start being realistic with the dialogue, the level of dialogue we need We need men, we need to include them in this dialogue It's not just women against men, we're actually 
we're hurting it by doing that. When like Matt Damon and whoever else spoke out and women just were like witches, just went for him with talons and claws. Like, no, he's, let him speak. Let them speak. They have an opinion on this too. They may have been the perpetrators, but they still collectively, they did bad things, but not all of them did and let them speak. And then we can have an open dialogue. So I'm all for calling people out right now, whether it's about sex, race, whatever. It's like, let's start talking. I have an opinion. I've not been allowed to have an opinion for many years as a black female. <laughs> this is a new thing for me. I'm like, whoa, I can talk. People listen. Wow, okay. My mum didn't have this. She doesn't want me to talk, but I will talk. So here I am. Hello. <laughs> Alani, which piece of music would be the, the musical expression of what you've just been talking about? I don't think I've covered that yet. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's the next album. <laughs> Tell me I'm that was musician Alani. Her latest album is called Aka. I hope you enjoyed listening to World Music Matters this week. You can subscribe if you like, wherever you get your podcasts. Bye for now. Such a bitch.